Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey, hey, good people. Hopefully everybody is doing well on this Sunday afternoon. I consider it a privilege to be with you today. I know we are going out to close to 200,000 people. You know, I think that's exciting because at the end of the day, it's all about influence. It's all about influence. And I just want to talk to you today about how to increase your revenue through the art and business of public speaking. And let me tell you why. At the end of the day, I think we're all looking for that leverage point or that thing that we can use in our business to maybe, I don't know, extend uh, our ability to earn more or to extend our ability to just put one more arrow in the quiver in terms of uh, helping our business to grow and move forward. You know, and at the end of the day, I think we're all probably, if we're an entrepreneur, if we're a C-suite executive, or if we're an executive director, it really doesn't matter. But I think we're always trying to figure out what can we do to make it even better in our businesses. And today, you know, I want to ask, you know, what are some of the key tools needed to help take your business to the next level? Some would say the latest and greatest technology. Others would say that products or services. And by the way, all of those are correct. But I want to share with you today, one of the single greatest accelerators for your business is public speaking. Yes, I know the dreaded idea of getting up in front of others to share your ideas can be terrifying for many, myself included. But it holds the key to an immediate impact in your respective field. Now, you may say how and, and why the impact? Because it shows you are a thought leader. It provides social proof about your area of expertise and can single-handedly help change a company or individual's direction because of the knowledge transfer. For this reason, do not miss the opportunity to utilize a platform of public speaking to help increase sales and revenue for your business. So in today's show, I'm going to give you key steps to leveraging your unique selling proposition or your USP and show you how to increase your revenue through the art and business of public speaking. Now, before we go any further, I want to make sure everyone knows that my beautiful bride is here. Em, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, it's always exciting whenever I have you in the studio with me. It's always a good thing because, you know, at the end of the day, you know the ins and the outs and all the different things that are taking place. And you also know about this whole thing of public speaking. Em, you've had chances to <laughs> go out there and engage crowds and audiences and and you've done well and I really I'm gonna put you on the spot here before we go any further what is it about you that allows you to be comfortable when you get up in front of people but I get up there M, and I'm going why did I sign up for this today what is it that you do I avoid eye contact <laughs> you do not I do too <laughs> I am a Kind of stare in this space, uh, find something else to focus on to get my message across. It's almost like I visualize I'm having a conversation with God or or just not directly looking at one person because that's what makes the uh, heartbeat fast and just uh, second guessing what I'm getting ready to say. I avoid eye contact. 
unless there's a particular message that I'm trying to get out to a particular person. Wow. First of all, thank you for your transparency. And that response was not the one I was expecting, everybody. But I'm glad that she shared it because now I'm going to have to use it. Now, one of the things that I do um, just to try and get ready uh, is to really try and visualize at the end of the day everything going well. (laughs) That's what I do. I mean, I say, hey, you know what? Most people by human nature want to see you do well. And I go through all these steps and I used to do the same thing. Here's a little uh, backstory for you. I used to do the same thing when I was playing in the National Football League before every game, before every practice. I would go through a a mental walkthrough and it would provide a, a certain level of comfort because when I stepped out onto that field and you hear screaming fans, you couldn't hear anything else. You know, it, it gave me an idea of what I already had at my, you know, at my ability to be able to do something at that point, you know. And so it was good to be able to go through that walkthrough and then feel comfortable when the actual game time situation came up. And it's no different when you're getting ready to speak and do that sort of thing. So uh, before we move forward, I just want to remind everybody, if you want to engage us today, we certainly would love to hear from you. You can give us a call at one 281 1110, or you can tweet your questions to at Jason Carthen. We'd love to be able to answer some of those things for you today. Also, as a reminder, we have the I Speak Life Academy that's going to be coming up on October 24th. And we're going to be talking about how to create an effective budget for your business. If you have always wanted to drill down and figure out the best way to help your business to move forward from a budgetary standpoint, You want to be at this next session. We actually have uh, monthly sessions, and we always invite you to come and be a part of that. You can go right to the website at jasoncarthen.com. You can register there, or you can always call the office. Uh, We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to engage you around that. So I want to pose a few questions to get us started and to really get you thinking and maybe help you begin to form the basis of your speaking platform. And Em, I know you're going to engage us a little bit more around some of the things that you've done in the past because the way you started us out was just excellent. I love that that idea that you had there. One of the first questions that I want to address, and hopefully you have something to write with at home. You have something, uh, maybe your iPad, whatever it may be. But I'm going to start to ask you some things that you really need to be aware of if you are going to venture out into the whole idea of increasing your revenue through the art and business of public speaking. One of the first questions is, what is your unique selling proposition? Now, some people would say, "Uh, wait a minute, Dr. J, what is this whole thing about a unique selling proposition? Okay, let's back up so we can go forward. Many people look at things maybe on YouTube. They may look at uh, people that they've seen at a banquet or event or something like that. And they'll say, well, I want to do what they're doing. I want to sound like they sound. I want to figure out uh, how I can do exactly what they do because they're making six figures. They're doing all these great things. They're booked constantly. Mm, (laughs) That's the wrong way to start. Let me tell you why. Because you do not want to try and emulate what someone else is doing. Now, you do want their success, obviously, okay, if they're having some success in certain arenas, but you have your very own unique selling proposition, which simply means you bring your own unique brand of talent and impact and influence 
to the table. You don't want to try and be something that you're not. And here's why. Because that is not sustainable. That is not sustainable. If you're going to be doing public speaking, you have to be confident in the sense that you bring your own unique brand of talent to the table. Em, do you have any thoughts on that? I was just getting ready to interrupt you and say that's that's why I avoid eye contact because I can't go out there and pretend that I'm a six foot four former NFL <laughs> player with a phenomenal story of of how, you know, I went from my past to, to where I am now. My story is different. So I have to keep it honest and keep it real and I can only give what I have and know that my story is unique and that I've been hired to do my story, not my story mixed in with a little bit of this story and that story. It's it's M's story. And, and why is M here today? What message does she have? I like that. Wow. <laughs> I like that. What What is M's story now? Mm-hmm. And so, M, I, I'm going to put you on front street. So if you, if you have a situation like mine, okay, all right, I had a lot of success playing ball, went to the NFL. Okay, many people would say, all right, you have a very unique story. M, I know your story. Your story is very unique too. So how do you even, how do you approach it when you get ready to get up in front of people? Do you look back on memories and try and tell stories? Or what do you do when you get ready to speak publicly? I see you have to hire me for me to share that information. (laughs) No, but but honestly, uh, I mean, even I've witnessed you speak a lot. I do a lot of behind the scenes work for Jason Carson Enterprises. Um, I'm behind the camera, um, behind the video camera. So... In order for me to, to figure out what, what mine is, is first you have to see what the topic is that you're being hired to speak about because I can go out there and talk about how I played flag football, how I played softball, but if I'm being asked to come and speak about heightening awareness for domestic violence or for uh, breast cancer, I'm certain those don't tie into it. So first I have to see what's the topic that I'm being asked to discuss. And then, yeah, I do have to jog through my memories uh, and see how can my life apply to this situation? Or did I help a friend through this situation? Um, and, and a story is always is always good because you get to paint a picture for somebody. You don't want to just babble on the mic and mm-hmm. lose your audience and wonder, okay, is it almost time to get off the stage? No, I want to make sure that I create a memory in your mind that you remember when we spoke and how I shared with you A, B, and C, and that helps you now to move forward with this particular topic, whatever it may be. Wow, that is very good. And I just want to touch on one thing there. You said you don't want to get up there and babble on the mic. Em, I can't tell you enough uh, how often I've seen that take place. And when you get those surveys back, you know, I've, I've had other people fill out surveys and I'll look at those and I'll go, and not for me, <laughs> but for someone else. And they'll say, I just didn't get the point. And a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about just the anatomy of what goes into uh, a speech and a keynote. And the idea that you can get up there and not have an end goal in mind is very dangerous. I mean, that that really is not going to help you. And so, M, your point is very well taken. And then one other thing you shared there, the whole idea of what a story can do. People want to connect with you emotionally and psychologically People don't always want data. Sometimes there's a need for data, but there are other times that you must be able to convey 
a like-minded story because then it resonates with people and they're able to say, okay, I've been there too. I've been in a situation, I mean, to your point, when you said the breast cancer thing, this month is cancer awareness. Mm -hmm. And I've had family members that have battled cancer. Some have lost and they're no longer with us. Mm -hmm. And the idea that you can share a story to provide hope for others and also let them know that, hey, at the end of the day, there is a silver lining, okay? You have to wait for it. Uh, that resonates with people, and it only adds credibility to the story and the speech or the, or the narrative that you're trying to share. So that's something that you have to remember and uh, keep that in the forefront, and especially if you're talking about this USP. So we're going to go back to go forward, and you'll hear me say that from time to time, but it's to reinforce the message. Your unique selling proposition is going to be very unique to you, your story, your narrative, and it's going to let people resonate and connect with you in a very powerful way. So this is based upon what? When someone says, well, I know what my USP is. I, I know what I bring to the table. You have to ask them based upon what? How do we know? What is your evidence that this is your unique selling proposition. So for example, someone such as myself having played in the National Football League and and really experienced quite a bit of success not only in college but then also in the NFL until my injury. It's one of those things where I can say, "Hey, this is very unique." You know, it's something that I can also say I happen to be African American. That is also very unique. And then you blend that with playing professional football and then also going on to get a PhD and uh, attending Harvard, those different things like that, it all extends itself into a very unique selling proposition. Now, remember, everybody, it has to be unique to you. So while that may be my USP, M's USP is something totally different. Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, yo hablo otra idioma. All right. She's a Latina. <laughs> she's so, And what I just said was I speak a different language, so I can target a different audience. And that's something that... Um, somebody else can't do you know somebody who doesn't speak a different language can't target two cultures in one auditorium and see that is huge we're going to take a quick break but when we come back and we're going to unpack that a little bit more because hey you know what that is a very usp or unique selling proposition hey everybody you are on with Mariti carthen and dr jason carthen and we're talking about how to increase your revenue through the art and business of public speaking stay tuned and we'll be right back Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. I'm your co-host, M, in the studio with Dr. J, and today we are talking about how to increase your revenue through the art of business and public speaking. And we were talking about uh, unique selling propositions. And if you think mine is unique just because I'm bilingual, uh, you have to book Dr. Carthen. And no, that's not a plug-in. It's the God honest truth. Amazing testimony, amazing story, and you uh, will definitely leave with an impact in life. So... Find out more about us. Check us out on the web. But now let's go back to our show. All right. Thank you, Em. I certainly appreciate that. And, you know, I have to say this. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you want variety. I think many of the meeting planners that I've connected with over the years and many of the uh, opportunities, and I consider them privileges, 
to go and speak and do different things on different platforms. Uh, it's just amazing how when you have different stories that are blended, whether it's a panel discussion or whether it's individuals that are there and they're trying to get different messages out, it's amazing what happens and how the studio audience and the audience in general is just blown away by the variety and those unique selling propositions. So to, to M's point, I'll just give you an example. I just did a uh, TED Talk in Chicago, and it was amazing. Just a, a great audience and good people. And, you know, a TED Talk is a little different. You have to bring your A game fairly quickly because <laughs> you don't have much time up there. There's no meandering. There's no going from topic to topic or a lot of stories. It has to be right to the point. And one of the things that I really enjoyed was the fact that there was a, a just a distinct difference between the platform speakers. Now, to M's point, having someone that is bilingual, what she just did on the mic, she went from speaking English to going into Spanish and then coming back. And, and it's just one of those things that she immediately has an opportunity to say, hey, do you guys know what I just shared with you? If you don't, Here's the impact. And you have people sitting on the edges of their seats trying to figure out, well, what did she just say? And now she can make a profound message. And what does it lead to? It leads to individuals being engaged and individuals saying, wow, I had no idea. And so right out the gate, you have a different type of impact and influence <laughs> from the moment she says something. So. Um, what did you say to us anyway? <laughs> I said I speak a different language. Okay. And, and one of the things that it's helpful with that's helpful with that is um, if I'm speaking to an audience and I feel like they're falling asleep, I can just switch it to Spanish and they'll go, "What? Oh, huh? What? <laughs> yeah." Got to keep you on your toes. But that's something that's uh, part of your unique uh, selling proposition as well. When you're hired to do a show uh, or a talk. Mm -hmm. You're hired to go in and impact the lives of, of that audience in particular. And so you are not somebody that's limited to just talking about your story. Mm -hmm. Your story connects to so many different things in the business field and in education field, sports field. And a lot of people don't have that gift or talent. They're limited to, to what they can speak about. And so Dr. Jason Carthen is not somebody who gets hired and you'll have people sitting in the audience going, I've heard him talk before. Right. They're more so like, oh, wow, I heard him before, but never on that topic. Right. This is interesting. And so that's part of your unique selling proposition that you rarely talk about. And one of the things that we love about you is that you don't brag on yourself, you know, but you're, you have your audiences and your surveys that give us that feedback. Uh, one of the top things I always get is, I never uh, once checked my watch while he was speaking or um, wow, like I was bored at first, but when he came on the microphone and started talking, it's like I, I got this refreshed sense of energy, you know, compared to the, the beginning portion of this uh, seminar or the beginning portion of this training. Mm -hmm. I was ready to go. But then when Dr. Carthen got on the microphone, oh, my gosh. And so just being able to relate to your audience, keep them alive. Those are things that not a lot of speakers or trainers can do. Mm -hmm. Honey, I, I appreciate that. And, and you know, it, it is one of those things that when I first got started and to our to our listening audience, when I first got started, I wasn't here. I wasn't here at all. I, I was trying to figure out exactly what is my USP? How is it going to differentiate myself from someone else? And and that was the challenge. And that's why we're doing this show today, because here's the thing, everybody. I'm just going to give you a range here. 
you have, if you want to just immediately increase your revenue, you have a range where if you are able to book uh, maybe three to four engagements in a month, and that's that's the low side. <laughs> you can go all the way up to 10 or 15 engagements. But if you're going to book three or four engagements and you immediately if you can command anywhere from 3000 to 5000 per engagement, what does that do? What does that do to your bottom line for that month? You're already upwards into $20,000 added to whatever your bottom line is. Now, do you immediately get to that point? Most people don't. Most people don't. Typically, you'll have celebrities that have been doing something else and been honing their craft somewhere else. And then if they're asked to speak, then they can command that type of uh, engagement or fee. But I'm talking to those individuals that haven't even tapped into the idea of public speaking or those individuals that are running a business and they want to add another arrow to their quiver. You're the one that I'm really trying to target today because I don't want you to leave money on the table. It's one of those things that you, I want to see you do well and you have to maximize your efforts wherever they may be. Okay. now let me give you a little bit of research. Now, studies suggest that the average adult's undivided attention span is only 15 to 30 seconds. No single topic or speaker can possibly maintain the undivided attention of an audience for very long. Now, the human brain brain has way too much capacity for information to stay tuned to just one person. So you have to remember. Okay, if you want your message to be heard and remembered, you have to keep it short, keep it focused and keep it relevant. And that's the point of the stories we were talking about earlier. We're not talking about long narratives. We're talking about something that immediately out the gate, you're saying something like, hey, you know, uh, one day, one play changed my entire life. Immediately, people are saying, whoa, what was the one day? (laughs) What was the one play and what happened? You know, but not only that, though, too, you have uh, your tone. Um, you have a deep voice where a lot of people will hear you and go, have you thought about radio? And you're like, well, I have a radio show. Or have you thought about, you know, TV? You have other people who when they speak, uh, they have a natural tone, but then they will shout in certain parts of their messages to get their audience's attention. Mm -hmm. For me, for example, it's the Spanish. I will go from speaking English to speaking in Spanish. And that's how you, like you said, keep it afloat, keep it going, mm-hmm. and engage with your audience. Some people will ask questions to get interaction. There are a lot of speakers out there, and so we are talking to those who haven't even scratched the surface of, of being a public speaker. It's your story, but it doesn't mean you have to constantly repeat the same thing. You have to add things to your story. That's you right. have an opening, a middle, and a closing, but it doesn't always have to be the same, and that's how you don't leave money on the table as well. Wow. And see, that was a perfect segue because you just said this whole idea of, you know, traditionally there was a longstanding presentation structure of uh, the opening you talked about. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Mm -hmm. Tell them then that's the body (laughs) and then tell them what you just told them. And that's Mm -hmm. the close. Now, we offer and train something a little different. Now, M helps me uh, with our sessions, our monthly I Speak Life sessions, and we do something a little different. Uh, and I'm going to unpack that here in a second. But I just want to make sure you're getting what we're talking about. And again, if you have questions, give us a call, 1-888-281-1110. And we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes. But I just want to let you know that we care about your progression and how you understand what we're talking about today. And we don't want you to get 
off of today's show and not have an action plan to add this to your repertoire of what you can do in terms of your business. So we've been talking about a unique selling proposition, okay, and that's going back and making sure you understand that you have your own unique thing that is only central to you, okay? No one else's. You're not trying to emulate other people, okay? You need to figure out exactly what is this based upon, What's your evidence for that? So you need to go back and look at your story, look at the different things that you've been associated with, Mm -hmm. okay, and how it feeds into uh, that thing that is going to differentiate you from other people, okay? The next component, before I go back to the longstanding presentation structure, how will you market your brand? And if you do not know (laughs) what your brand is, we need to figure that part out too because Right out the gate, you have to figure out how am I different? You figured that out with the USP, all right? And then what is your unique brand? For example, I'm considered the leadership linebacker. That's trademarked, copyrighted. That's who I am, leadership linebacker. It is unique to me. And then also, it's really a play on words from the National Football League and what I've played since I was nine years old, linebacker. And then the leadership piece. I mean, there's social proof that I'm an expert in leadership. I've written books about it. I'm continuously writing articles about it, over 150 articles uh, written about leadership and engaging your people. So my brand is the leadership linebacker and what I bring to the table. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want you to start thinking about what is your brand and how does it tie into your USP? Okay. All right, everybody, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are talking about how to increase your revenue through the art and business of public speaking. I am M on the mic and Dr. Jason across from me. Let's get back to our show. All right. Good stuff. Hey, so we were talking about before we transitioned and and D, I appreciate appreciate you back there, man, in the uh, studio there. We are talking about the whole idea of branding. All right. And really, if you were to look at the notes that I typed up for the show, I have uh, components here that I just want to make sure we hit on for each segment because, again, if you are able to write this down, make sure you're writing it down. The first thing we started with was what is your unique selling proposition, all right? And then based upon what, what's your evidence for that, all right? And then we went to what is your brand, and then the second component we shared there was the second part to that third piece there is how will you market it, all right? And we didn't even go into that. But before we do that, M, you have your own brand as well. Would you please share with us? I don't have it yet. <laughs> it's in the making. I'm not even sure I want to come out with it because of all the hats that I wear. Uh, so it's it's kind of, you know, I have all the, the copyrights, the trademarks and everything like that. But mm-hmm. it's still on the back burner because of the many hats that I wear. So um, it's Latina Leadership and Life Coaching, the LLL. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just did that. uh while I was going through school, my master's program, trying to figure out something that would make me unique from everybody, um, being a Latina, uh, mm-hmm. being able to reach out to the community and to my people. And everybody's my people, just so you know, but my people from where I come from, uh, being a Latina, it, there's just so much untapped potential out there. And, I, and my heart wants to help um, 
the community of, of the Hispanics to become popular in, in this lifetime with what we can do to help others. Yeah, and it is such a rich, rich history and just the culture. I mean, you know, M, when you take me to certain places that are connected with your heritage and the people just they hug me and love me. It's just a it's a blessing uh, to be a part of that. And and really, there's so many times that there's a misnomer with several cultures. You know, you just don't know who they are, how to uh, react and engage. And I think we need to knock down all those walls. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, Hispanic. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're all people. And I just love the fact that you have that passion uh, for not only Hispanics, as you shared, but just people in general and just the type of impact. So with the whole marketing piece, um, you know, M's brand, it, it, just just use her for an example. If you think about how will you market it, all right, the first thing, very basic, what is your slogan? What is your logo going to be? What then will your mission statement be? Then what is your vision statement? And then your purpose. I mean, we get into this whole marketing piece and if it can really withstand the poking and prodding that has to take place next, now you know you have a brand. Because what I'm talking about with this poking and prodding is what my wife knows, and we always talk about it, a SWOT analysis, okay? If you are able to begin to talk about the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats, say, for example, for Latina leadership and life coaching, then it can withstand that poking and prodding. And I'll give her a shout out today, uh, Medley Gardner. Uh, we just did a SWOT analysis <laughs> not too long ago. And hopefully you're listening. If you're not, that's okay too. You can get the recording. But the whole idea of really understanding what the strengths, the weaknesses, opportunities, and threats will be to your brand is crucial in order to be able to move it forward. Now, okay. I have to jump in here because, ladies and gentlemen, we talked a couple shows ago about partnership and how, you know, the four P's from Dr. J's uh, seminars are always uh, part of part of what we do. And so I said that, you know, the Latina leadership and life coaching uh, is on the back burner because I'm trying to partner with my husband and trying to figure out how I can introduce that component to Jason Carthen Enterprises because we already offer a lot of services and I'm his business partner, so we do everything hand in hand. And so for me to branch off and try to do my own company in that way, my mission, my vision is all the, still the same. And so at this point where I'm at in the process, it's not that I don't want to do it. I don't want to launch it. It's I'm trying to ask myself, how can this benefit us where we're at now? Mm -hmm. And introducing this brand to our current company, um, what else can I bring to the table? Right, right. And it's a conversation. And thank you for that, honey, because at the end of the day, it's a conversation that we have internally all the time. And and anyone that has been around business and M knows this from her business courses, she has an undergrad in business. One of the things that you must be able to do is have segmentation for your brand. Quite plainly, I am poor at Spanish <laughs> speaking <laughs> and my wife laughs at me. I'm trying to, you know, it's one of those things, but I'm getting better. I'm not, I'm not going to be satisfied where I'm at. So immediately that offers a certain level of business segmentation. She can do something that I cannot do that lends itself to a, a more unique offering for the overall company itself. Now, 
I am a big time proponent of Latina leadership and life coaching because at the end of the day, I think uh, that my wife has a gift. She has a gift when she talks to people, people listen, she's so warm, she's kind, and people react to that. Where a lot of times I am very analytical in how I approach things, and she is the uh, counterintuitive one <laughs> for me with that. So she's able to do things that I simply cannot do. And I've heard other people say that, and it's one of those things that I embrace. So if she's able to offer that type of coaching, I say go for it because it only strengthens the business at the end of the day. Where I'm more tactical and analytical, she will get to the root cause of what's going on, what what is happening with you. Let's go through these coaching modules to help you achieve your goals, okay? So that offers a little different and uh, a view of how we do things with business. And it's also one of those things that really points to the strength of our brand. And you, uh, Yeah, you together. also have to look at it too. Uh, male, female, husband, wife, nurturer, provider. Uh, we have a lot of different views on things. Um, you have, you know, direct. You have, um, I mean, there's just so many different tools that the both of us have that we bring together. And so for, for me to branch off, I would feel uh, 50% instead of 100% because we do everything together and it's a partnership that, you know, that's the one risk that right now I'm not ready to take. I'm not ready to branch off and do it on my own because I think that together uh, we make a, a huge difference and a better impact in what we do. Absolutely. And keeping in, in line, I mean, what we just shared with you is very relevant to what we're talking about because keeping in line with the whole idea of public speaking and adding another arrow to your quiver there, when M gets up to speak, it's a different thing. It's a, it, it really is. I mean, whether we're going to a school, we're going to a college campus, high school, or business meeting. I mean, she, she'll keynote something related to the foundation, and it's a different animal. I mean, people will engage with her in a different way. So it goes back to what is your USP? What is your brand? How are you going to market it? And it's a great segue to the next component. Make sure you're writing this down. What is your story? And your story is your strength. If you don't hear anything else today, <laughs> okay, you need to know. Matter of fact, I think I put I put out daily quotes, mm -hmm. okay? And I think today I even mentioned something along the lines of your story has to be your strength. It was either today or yesterday. Too many blows to the head. No, it was today. It was about <laughs> okay. seven hours ago. It was today. Okay. Uh, and the only reason why I know that is uh, just checking up with social media. If you guys don't follow us on Facebook, we're on Facebook. We have a Jason Carthen Enterprises page. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. Uh, and a quotes go out on all three sites. Uh, we're on Tumblr, Flickr, you name it. Google Plus. Dr. J is on there. <laughs> uh, so we uh, definitely want to get that out there. And we post it every day. We may not have a quote that you need for that day, but we have a quote every day. Right. And you also, I mean, you get it right there on your app. If you have the Jason Carthen app, it comes right to you there, along with your uh, videos, those business tips, all those different things. But we're sharing that with you because your story is your strength. And, and I'll tell you why. Again, you know, you have, Em, I think you even pulled up the, uh, the uh, quote there. Mm -hmm. You want to share it right quick? Yes, it says, tell your story to create influence and help others achieve their goals. Your story is unique and will be a powerful teaching example to those who may be experiencing 
the very same thing. And shout out to my cousin Victor who has shared <laughs> your Excellent. quote on the links. We love uh, when people share our our quotes, uh, share our links. But um, yeah, and that's that's one of those things. I mean, we our our whole life at the end of the day. Our whole life is to serve others and help them achieve their goals, okay? That is what we do, and we know what our purpose is. My wife is aligned with me as my helpmate, and she is just a blessing to me. And the idea that God has placed this on our heart, okay, this is what we strive towards every day. Do we always make it? No. Are we perfect? No. No one ever said that we were, but... We strive towards that greatness every day with intentionality. And, and you know what? My daughter, uh, Destani, she actually had a certain song that she wanted played today. And, Derek, I think we have it queued up. So if we can play this song, when we come back after break, we'll talk about it a little bit. Drop it like this. Does he know about how I can't get to sleep at night? Does he know about all this pain and tears I cry? Does he know about the things I do? Everything I does. Does he know all of our secrets we hold so tight? Does he know how hard it is to hold sometimes? Does he know my weakness when I feel like I want to choke somebody? Does he know all of my needs beyond my thoughts? Does he know all of my joy that I lost? He knows. He knows. All around. Our struggles. Hey, he knows. He knows. He knows. Yes, he does. All around. Every sorrow that's coming tomorrow. He'll never more.
Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are talking about how to increase your revenue through the art and business of public speaking. I'm Em on the mic in the studio with Dr. J, and we just had a special guest enter our studio who's going to give us a little feedback on the song that we just heard from uh, Karen Clark Sheard, which was He Knows, one of my favorite songs. And so welcome to the show, Destani. Say hi to everybody. Hey. good job honey (laughs) so Dest you know just briefly I don't want to put you on the spot but so what what was special about that song to you because it's a pretty deep song what's special and how has it helped you well in the past I guess I've just gone through some things and it just helps me get through it Mm -hmm. excellent very good and honey I have to tell you you are already ready to do this thing we're talking about public speaking today and Destani is on the mic, and she seems very comfortable. She's hanging out, and she will be on Instagram, everybody. We're going to post this up a little bit later on. But just the idea that we see words in action right now. Honey, tell me a little bit. What do you think is a positive thing about public speaking? Well, it's just really good to impact people's lives and just help everybody out when they need help. That's right. That is good. I don't know everybody. I might have to just quit my day job. What's her mama's name? (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) Well, let's do this. Des, you stay on with us. And M, one of the things that I want to make sure our listening audience really gets today is this what they're going to need to do in order to increase that revenue through the art of business and uh, public speaking. So one of the things that I alluded to earlier was a whole idea of what the traditional uh, route would normally take with uh, long-standing presentations. And I talked about you're going to tell them what you're going to tell them, which was the opening, and then you actually tell them, which was the body, and then you tell them what you just told them. And that's the close. But at the I Speak Life Academy, something that we wanted to do was to be intentional with giving a blueprint. So we came up with essentially, I'd say six steps for people to follow. And I just want to give you the outline because, of course, we don't have a lot of time. We're only with you uh, really for just an hour to be able to connect with you and share some things. But let me tell you what the first component is. The first component is you begin with a purpose. And Ralph Smedley actually came up with this, this slogan or term that A speaking engagement without a purpose is like a journey without a destination. Again, at the top of the show, I shared with you that people get frustrated if you're not going to tell them where they're going and you don't have a purpose in mind. So you have to be intentional with that. And one of the things that I use to really help me with that is I ask if you remember just one thing as you leave here today, remember this. And then I plug in what this is. That helps me to stay on track. And it also really tests the idea that I want my listening audience to leave with at least one takeaway. Okay. And that really points to the purpose of that engagement. All right. The second key component, all right, is having that mission or goal. All right. You have an objective, mission, or goal 
for the engagement itself. If you have clearly identified at least one or two, at most three points that you want the audience to remember, then you can use the whole idea of identifying what you will cover throughout the rest of your time. All right. You want to give the audience a 30,000 foot view of your agenda and then you you define it. And then this signals to your audience that you organize, you're prepared and you're focused. Now, Des, let me ask you this. When you've heard people speak before and you just had a great speaker at your school, when you've heard people speak before, if they didn't have a purpose in mind or objective, were they hard to follow? Yes, I was just really not interested. Right, not interested. Hey, out of the mouth of babes. <laughs> well, and it's like we talked about before. You mean I can't just get up there and babble and just kind of buy my time and just get away with uh, saying whatever? Or like some people like to say, you know, just give me any topic. I'll go up there and I can talk about it. No, you have to come prepared because people are going to have questions. They're going to want to know, well, how do I apply this to my life? Or, or can you give me an example? And if you're just winging it, you're going to have a hard time selling it to your people that you know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and both you ladies, I I think at the end of the day, it points to the integrity of the speaker. You do not want to go up there and waste people's time. You want to make sure they're getting good content and content that they can use at the end of the day. So third component here, because we're almost out of time, you want to position things, okay, in your speech or your keynote. How are things positioned? What is the situation and what are the issues that you are dealing with? Again, we have that whole idea at the top of it, the whole purpose, and then you have the have the objectives, and then you want to position it a certain way. You have to outline what some of the big issues are, some of the concerns, fears, expectations, or potential obstacles. You know, I have the privilege of going into organizations and providing a keynote or training around organizational change. And then I start talking to them about, okay, what are some of the things that you're dealing with? And one of the key things that people always identify with preparing for change is that, hey, we've always done status quo. What do you mean you want us to change? So I would position that in a way that lets us know that status quo is no longer acceptable, but we have to be able to say that and position it properly. All right, fourth component, what are the end results? What do they look like? And what do we want the benefits to be? Or what do we want to reveal as the consequences if they do not take into consideration what I am telling them, okay? If you do not take action, you can expect this. If you do take action, you can expect this from a positive standpoint. So for example, uh, when I go into organizations, and I know I'm moving quickly here, but when I go into organizations, I may say to them, all right, if you, for example, don't want to address the toxic culture that you are dealing with, you can expect employee attrition, which is a fancy word for people who are going to leave. All right. So if you don't take action, this is what's going to take place. You have to clearly outline those things so people have a better understanding of how to react. All right. Last component timeline for taking the next step what is that going to look like we want to be very intentional when you're getting up there and you're speaking and then you close with a summary of what you've told them and the overall long-term impact of what's been shared with them on that day all right everybody we are out of time but i just want to let you know that i am blessed i consider it a privilege to be here and we have 
someone that wants to say something on the outro. Bye, everybody. <laughs> that was nice. Thanks for listening in, everybody. Stay tuned next week. Catch us here, same place, same time. All right, that's good stuff. And one other thing that I want to leave with you today, always be intentional with living your life on purpose. I can't say that enough. Connect with us. Look us up at jasoncarthen.com. We want to hear from you. Take care now. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you. If you would like to be a sponsor for Discover the Leader in You, call Scott Souza at 1-440-552-2995. That's 1-440-552-2995.